everybody. Welcome to the spooky episode of the Game Luster podcast. I am news editor Robert, and I'm joined here by a lot of people. So let's start rolling off some names. I'm joined here by our feature and reviews editor, Austin. Hello. Uh, One of our writers, Elizabeth. Hello. And another writer, Mike. Sup? And yet another writer, Cy. (laughs) What's going on? And our editor-in-chief, the famed and beloved, Trevor. Hey, yeah. And today, we're going to focus on what everyone's probably focusing on this season, spooky games. Um, we're going to kind of just do a roundtable discussion format where we're just going to bring to the table each of our favorite spooky games, or just a spooky game that, you know, speaks to us in some way, and we're just here to talk about it and hopefully not jump scare each other, but you never know. That's the whole point of scares, right? Um, so I think I'm just going to go down the list of our chat here and start off with Austin. Yeah. Um, well, I don't have too much experience with spooky, well, horror games, but I do like, you know, spooky stuff every now and then. And, um, you know, I was kind of thinking, and it's not probably what you would say is a Halloween game, um, but it's certainly spooky, maybe a little Maybe even a little horror-ish. Um, Metro 2033. Now, oh, I, and, and hmm. Last Light, for that matter. Um, now, I guess I'll explain it. Um, it, it. It's based on a novel by, a, I think it's a Ukrainian writer. Um, and basically, it's in Russia, nukes. I can't exactly remember, but there's been some really bad shit. Um, yeah, and I, I think it's nuclear po- post-apocalypse, that's right? Fair. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and so everybody goes underground in the very expansive metro, and meanwhile, everything up top uh, is very, very messed up. There's like demon-looking things flying around. There's, um, you know, just dead bodies pretty much everywhere. Um, and it, it's post-apocalyptic, I would say. Um, and I think most of the time, um, it's actually, mm, I don't know. Last Light kind of got away from the horror aspects of it, but, uh, 2033, there's a lot of these weird creatures that you have to fight. The tunnels can get, like, infested with them in certain instances, and you have to, like, fin them off, and it can get kind of creepy. Um... There's, like, really weird supernatural flashbacks. Um, like, there's this ghost train or something. I don't know if you guys who played it know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that was kind of freaky. Uh, and I guess, like, just surviving on the surface can get really tense. Like, you hear a noise, and you're like, oh, God, what was that? And you look around, and you don't really see anything. And it, it just kind of uh, nails that spooky atmosphere. Yeah. Um, which I, I think would make for a really good game this season if you're really festive about Halloween. Um, what about you guys? Have so what do you guys think about this game? That if you've played it, yeah, one, um, that's oh, not spooky enough for me. Gee, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one thing I actually want to comment on, and what I think makes it a really good spooky video game, is that it captures the essence of. It's not just like oh no, the creatures are scary, but it's like if you want to beat the game you need to pay so much attention to everything you know like bullets are currency but they're also like the way you survive oh yeah i love that yeah Yeah. it's it's a that's cool yeah yeah so it's a great mechanic for like 
you have to think, right? It's it's like survival horror, and that kind of puts you, I think, in a better mindset. Because like I don't know about you guys, but when I play like YouTube baity scary games, right? Like like Outlast or something, I I don't feel the stakes. It's just kind of like uh, if the monster gets me, I start over, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's not like you're really kind of. earning the ending. You're just kind of walking to it. That's that's that, that's a good point. True. And and on top of the bullets or currency, you know, your gas mask is a big part of it. You have to manage the filters and how long you stay on the surface. And um, you have to look out for more filters, which is also really cool. On top of everything else that's thrown at you. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I think that's actually a really good choice. It's something I, like, wasn't expecting, and I'm kind of happy that's what we're starting off this discussion with. Yeah, I mean... You know, like I said, it's not something you'd associate with Halloween, but um, it's it certainly got some moments that made me jump. And <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not the most brave person ever, but um, you know, it, it's it's really cool. It's a really cool game. Even if you're not really a fan of horror, I think there's there's something to be had there, definitely. Right. Well, it's still a really good shooter. I mean, you know, regardless of whether you care about a horror game or not, it's still yeah. a really solid shooter to pick up. And I'm looking forward uh, forward to the one coming out in February. Like, I'm definitely yeah. gonna pick that up. Yeah, that one looks good. Oh yeah, what's the name of that one again? It's Metro something with an A, right? Exodus or Exodus? That's I it. think. Something yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, does anyone else, anyone else have anything they want to say about Metro? I've never played it. Never even mm. saw it. So. I yeah, I, I haven't heard it. of it, but it sounds it sounds interesting. Like you gotta, yeah. I recommend it with a caveat in that, like, it's a shooter, but it's a very hardcore shooter. Like, not to overuse yeah. a trope, but it's like a Dark Souls of shooters kind of a gig. Oh boy, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, perhaps it's... this is uh, my fault, but actually, Metro Twenty Thirty Three was free a couple days ago on Steam. Oh. Um, so yeah, there's that. But they are on sale right now because it's the Halloween sale. Yeah, uh, I can't say it is gonna be that case when this airs, but for us in here I, I mean, want to check it out either way that game goes on sale a lot same with um, oh yeah same with Last Light so if you want it they're, they're pretty cheap I would recommend getting the Redux versions because they just look better and play better right um, and I mean right now it's $6.79 so yeah definitely pick it up yeah definitely worth a shot um, Elizabeth what have you got well, I am a self-proclaimed wimp, and I don't play a lot of horror games. I, If I'm going to experience a horror game, I have to watch someone else play it. But the game that I've actually, like one, I would call it a horror game that I've actually tried playing myself, uh, I liked a lot of those, like back in the day, those Japanese like RPG maker horror games like Ebe and Witch's House. Oh, like- I tried to play Ebe uh, with a friend, actually. I was not very good at it, <laughs> uh, is but I it, really liked it. Is Corpse Party one of those, or is Corpse Party a visual I, novel? I think, I think Corpse Party is a visual, visual, visual novel. It's a visual novel. Okay. Yeah, it's a visual novel. Okay. But it's got that like um, RPG maker aesthetic, doesn't it? Yeah. I like, because for me with horror games is, I kind of like what we were saying earlier is, I don't really like the jump scary parts of horror games. I like the parts where it's more like, you have to like come up with a strategy to survive kind of gameplay 
Yeah, I I agree with that. That's like that's one of the reasons I like Metro so much. You know, to kind of bounce off what Austin was like thinking of with his game, it's like I I mean I played through that. I don't remember too many like you turn the corner and uh, there's a there's a thing. You know, it was definitely yeah. more like ambient horror, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the RPG Maker games have a lot of that, but thankfully the graphics are as realistic, so I can deal with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I think that brings us now to Mike. You got a spooky game? Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to go old school right here. Um, oh, man. <laughs> Silent Hill 2, man. Oh. oh, Silent Hill. One of the originals. Never played it, but it was... Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, part one was pretty spooky. But... Oh, you want to talk spooky, you know. Um, I think <laughs> Silent Hill really, really is... You know, like one of the definitive t- titles in the genre. Yeah, I watched a couple of Silent Hills. Like I, I watched some other people play a couple of them. I remember Shattered Memories is one of the ones I watched. Those are really spooky. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, I love horror. Horror really doesn't affect me that much. But Silent Hill Two, like there were moments when I was just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like you know, <laughs> like yeah. it was freaking me out. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I've actually never played a Silent Hill game. The closest I did was play PT, like that. Yeah. Oh demo. yeah, PT yeah, that, is that's, that's a good one right there. PT is PT is freaky, but it's very good. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not brave enough for that. <laughs> I had to watch someone else play PT. I couldn't play it myself. I love how PT is a thing now. Where if you downloaded it on your PS4, you could sell that PS4 for so much money just because you can't download it anymore. Yeah, it's kind of so sad because PT is really well done, even for being like what it is—a trailer. Yeah, it's so well done. It's kind of like it can stand on its own as a horror game. Yeah, it um, it's kind of funny though because like Capcom kind of saw that and were like, "What if we made that Resident Evil?" And, <laughs> and then they made yeah. Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> um, and it did well. Yeah, it did very very well. Yeah, that, that's yeah. like one of my favorite uh, spooky games, but. So, uh, can I ask you, Mike, how do you feel about the fact that we're probably never going to get another Silent Hill? Oh, I cry about it some nights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps you up. Yeah, it keeps me up at night. Like, the games don't keep me up at night. It's the fact that I'm probably never going to get a Silent, another Silent Hill that keeps me up at night. Really? Not even uh. Pyramid Head? <laughs> no. Like I said, horror really doesn't affect me in that way. And that's why I love horror games is, you know, I love... I love games where you gotta fight to survive. Like we're saying, Metro twenty thirty three, you really gotta fight to survive. Most of the Silent oh, yeah. Hills are like that. Um, the first few Resident Evils were like that. Um, and I just love that, you know. Yeah, no, it's definitely where it's where it's really at. I think, like that's where the yeah. horror genre shines. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I guess I'm up now. Uh. So there was a part of me that wanted to somehow twist that playing any battle royale but without guns is the best horror <laughs> game. Um, oh no! Because <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like the perfect stealth playground with actual other humans. Um, and it is a spooky experience. Let me tell you, like the footsteps and everything, it's a lot. Um, but I think I'm gonna have to go with Resident Evil Seven because it's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's okay. it's the most recent like horror experience i can think of where i was like i gotta have that any way i want like that's amazing um 
because I'm not a big horror person personally. Um, because like Elizabeth mentioned, I'm not a fan of jump scares. I think it's like cheap. Like it it preys on your biological response to be scared rather than your cerebral yeah. response. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when you prey on you know instincts and biology, like of course you're gonna get a, a scare, right? Like that's just how we're hardwired. But um, with Resident Evil Seven, it was just this thing where it's like there's a mystery going on here. I don't know who any of these characters are, and like there's just this pretty messed up family in the middle of nowhere just like killing people whoever like comes to their house and like everyone turns into black goo i guess <laughs> it's okay um it it just nails this this thing that resident evil's been missing for a while because i don't know how much of the series you guys have played but like five and six were almost call of duty games in a way oh, yeah, yeah they weren't yeah. horror they i don't know horror. if i would call call of duty but I played five and six, but I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, they just, they feel like they're going for Hollywood set pieces rather than, like, yeah. spooky. Um, and That's what I loved about Seven in a world of Outlast, you know? Yeah. Seven was really refreshing as far as, you know, the horror genre went. I mean, maybe part six, but I don't know. I liked five a lot. They still had that, like, the intense music playing. They still had, like, the jump scares. But, I don't know, to each his own. But maybe six. Like, I didn't even complete six because I lost interest. It wasn't as good as part five. Yeah, I mean, I guess where five really got me is, like, when Chris punches a boulder and it breaks, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. If I so can't buff. be scared of if I'm not scared punch of a rocks, boulder. It was, like, near the beginning, I think. The, it, the creepy horror stuff, yeah, I can believe that. Dude punching <laughs> through a rock with his bare hands, that's where it loses me. I mean, but then again, I guess fighting type is Too super effective to rock type, so I don't know. I, um, I don't remember yeah, that. Honestly, I played that it a few correct. times over, but, yeah, you, you, got, you have a point there. Yeah. Well, but so like what I like about Seven is it brings Resident Evil back to its roots, because I don't know if you guys remember, but the first game just took place in a house. Yeah. Yes. And like, yeah. That's I've it. seen the first game. I watched someone play it. Yeah, and that was amazing, especially for at the time. And I figured I had to since like I didn't know anything about it, and I was like, it's time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like the granddaddy of survival horror, basically. And um, yeah. seven brings you back, where it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's a few houses, but it's still mostly like you're in a house, figure it out, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, I just I really enjoyed every turn in that game everything is like even the jump scares felt earned because it, it lulls you in this false sense of like it's cool i've got four shotgun bullets i can take care of anything and then it's like no you can't <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it it even freaks you out because you'll go places you were before and it's changed you oh, know yeah, I hate enemy that. enemies mm. that weren't there before are all of a sudden stalking an area that was nice and quiet before <laughs> so it's kind of like Oh man, I, like I thought I got through it, man. I mean, why are you throwing me back into it like this? Yeah, yeah, that's a big horror thing that like I get freaked out about when you go back to an area and then like something is off. Yeah, Ooh, it, it it plays a like lot. That. It plays a lot with video game tropes, right? It, it reminds me a lot of like, you know how it did? Any of you guys play through Dead Space? Yeah, yep, I love Most. Dead Space. Yeah, Dead Space was a great game. And so for most of the game, it lulls you into this false sense of security that, like, a save point is a safe space. If you can save in this place, you will never get attacked. You don't have to worry about anything, right? 
and then like I want to say in like late into the second half just right after you save and then it's like save complete a monster just jumps your ass and, <laughs> yeah. and I love that because it's just like you've been conditioned by this game to feel safe yeah. until you're ready I actually love that I love it when horror games do that when they play yeah. on like the tropes they play on what it means to be a video game mm-hmm. I love it when games do that like Doki Doki Literature Club, which I don't, I don't know if you can consider that a horror game, but I love how it it plays on like it knows it's a game. Yeah, I don't know. Monica, it, Monica's freaky as hell. I mean, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It, I just I like I like Resident Evil Seven. I highly recommend it. It's a return to form for the series, and like if you enjoyed Resident Evil One and Four, Seven is up there for me i need to watch someone play that because i started it and then i got really freaked out and stopped (laughs) (laughs) uh oh boy sai what are you bringing to the table um i'm gonna go with resident evil 4 actually oh oh, yeah yeah that was okay as far as like the setting goes setting was nice and dark like it was i forgot was it some part of spain they were speaking spanish for sure but Mm -hmm. it was better graphics obviously than uh, Resident Evil 3 but it still had that scare you know what I mean the intense music playing as you're trying to rush through a puzzle then you get attacked and you guys all know how it works like when you start a Resident Evil game you don't have much in the way of weapons so it's like you gotta try and conserve your ammo or try and but at the same time when you're being attacked they're not strong enough to to fend them off like I really loved that game yeah no that that game was anyone else played that I was gonna ask Oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah. my first Resident Evil game, and Same. I played it on the Wii actually. Oh uh, yeah, I hear the Wii yes. is the best way to play that game. Actually, it is. You know, it was it was really good. I mean, yeah. it's easy to aim because uh, I I can't say aiming is very. It's not really my cup of tea in Resident Evil games, but um, if I remember correctly, it worked pretty well in the Wii version. Mm. Yeah, I, I GameCube. Yeah, that's what I played it on. I played it on GameCube, and I beat that game probably like six or seven times because it was wow. just so yeah, much same fun. Here. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I mean, like, I mean, like because after you beat it, then it's just kind of like, well, what what are all these weapons I could collect? What about the infinite <laughs> ammo? What about you know? It's just like, <laughs> and and Resident Evil Seven brought me back to that place as well, where I kind of wanted to replay it again. But I'm a lot busier nowadays than when I beat Four. Um, but I think what Four did. Aren't we all? four balanced like the the actual spookiness of the game like the spookiness of the atmosphere and all that with like really campy shit yeah because the second major act you're fighting basically napoleon (laughs) yeah yeah, oh god i remember that guy like like a caricature of napoleon and it's like oh i guess they thought this was a good idea but i'm I'm here for it i guess (laughs) we've come this far you know this might as well happen yeah who are we we referring to as napoleon though because that that was a long time ago for me uh salazar yeah i think salazar but yeah he was like didn't he like float around and stuff too yeah and then he turned into yeah. a giant face um yeah <laughs> are you that implying yeah. that napoleon could turn into a giant face because i don't like that implication i mean how else did he come back from exile twice <laughs> 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 that's fair yeah. um no nah, man resident evil 4 was great i know people kind of rag yeah. on it for its its uh escort mission-esque parts but mm. i still enjoyed it 
Well, no, those those parts actually, now that you brought it up, those were the scarier parts because you can't really do anything. Are you kidding me? Those would be the scariest parts. Yeah, you couldn't really do anything (laughs) with the girl. You know, you have any weapons, you got to like run away from them. No, no, I mean the parts where you're playing as Leon and you have to tell Ashley like, wait here, follow me. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you meant the part where you were like playing with the girl because there's very few parts where they give you control of the girl and Leon's nope. waiting around and then it's like someone's chasing you so you gotta you gotta like try and run away that's the only thing you can do yeah that that's like playing a battle royale without weapons that's actually <laughs> scary yeah <laughs> man Resident Evil 4 I'm really glad someone brought that up and uh I mean we're hitting like two storied franchises right Silent Hill and Resident Evil right oh yeah that's great. yeah the two big ones yeah uh Trevor what are you bringing to the table so I will bring to the table Amnesia: The Dark Descent. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, this. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's um, it's by Frictional Games. <clears throat> Came out in 2010. Um, I played it a few years later, but I I really love it. I love first-person horror games, especially, which is one of the reasons why I loved uh, RE7. But they they do a really good job of atmospheric horror. Um, at that and making you feel vulnerable like it, when you start out the game for for a good first fourth or third of the game you don't encounter any enemies and the setup is you just you wake up in this empty isolated castle this huge castle like structure kind of surreal you know it, it, it could be like something out of out of quake or something but and you don't remember who you are while you're there and there are these little story bits that come in that reference your character and the backstory but you don't really know what's going on thus the title amnesia and you're just in the spooky castle place and you start to put together a story and there's some good jump scares really good environmental ambience and then enemies come into the mix and you don't fight them you just run and hide from them and you know seeing them approach you when you first encounter an enemy and you have to hide in a cupboard it's some of the most (laughs) frantic you know terrifying moments in a game i've done and there are a lot there's a lot of things that mess with your mind like coming back to an area and there's suddenly a dead body on the floor or um (laughs) you know like there's there's one part when you're there's like this this growth that's covering everything and there's like some somewhere like when there's just like a fourth of the game left of it takes a drastic turn and suddenly there's all the story and narrative thrown at you and you start to put together all the pieces and it's really a disturbing horrifying story so it it just really it it really comes together well and again of course me being a big thief fan i love first person immersive thief has some great horror moments and levels as well and i love games that horror games that make you feel weak or where you don't even fight the enemies you just have to hide or run from them yeah i was about to make a comment about that because that's it feels like you can't do anything that's a big part of like i don't know that that's always an interesting aspect of horror games for me because like there's a fun in the ones where you can like fight things but there's also the fun in the one where you know you can't do anything. Yeah, you need Those to feel vulnerable. To yeah. yeah. And, and Amnesia even has this really 
you know, once an enemy sees you, it'll start playing this music and you're like, oh no. And the, there's an animation where if the enemies are far away, it looks like they're moving faster towards you oh, and they boy. just come right to you. So it's really, really well done. Atmospheric core, um, having a story and a narrative slowly emerge and then suddenly hit you in the face near the end of it. Um, feeling vulnerable with scary enemies. It's really a great horror game. Yeah. It it's one that I missed. Like I still to this day haven't played Amnesia, but mm. I respect it for it it was kind of the first major indie horror game that I can think of. Mhm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it, yeah. it like started cuz I mean now if you go to Steam, just type in indie horror and you've got like way too many games worth Yeah. yeah. Trying. No kidding. Yeah, but it was like the granddaddy that ushered all of these in which I mean it's great and I also feel like it partly inspired the quote unquote walking simulator craze that's pretty big now too yeah yeah definitely yeah just a little less spooky my only yeah. experience with the game um I don't no actually I own it I got it for free <laughs> I haven't touched <laughs> it though because I know that I would uh be very spooked but uh it was years ago my friend i went over to his house he was just across the street and he and some other friends were playing amnesia in a dark room and uh, i wasn't even playing but like frantically running away from the monster and stuff i was getting into it too um we were all yes. yelling and man it was awesome and I, yes. I do remember this one part where you're like um walking on like there's this water monster that just, oh yeah the water monster i've heard about that and like if you die it kind of changes when it pops out at you i guess um i don't know how that works but what changes like at the end when you're leaving the room with the water Mm -hmm. like there's a door and Mm -hmm. at one point it doesn't pop out and then another like if you die or something then it'll the door will like explode and chase after like the monster will chase after you um Mm, I'm kind of going off of my memory here, but um, I remember seeing something like that, which was really cool and very terrifying. Yes, that's a really well done part if you haven't done it. It's it's a segment where you're jumping across crates and stuff to get through a flooded area, and when you land in the water, you hear something splashing running it right behind you, and you know you you have to frantically try to get back onto a surface and and i don't think you ever really see it maybe austin you reference it popping out but i don't i don't remember if you see it well no i mean what i mean by popping out is like uh i I assume it's invisible because you can like see or hear its footsteps but yeah um like it crashes through the door or something except okay okay yeah you know i i just i want to kind of comment on the fact that like Austin you were talking about how you weren't you weren't the one playing Amnesia but then since your friends were you were kind of like getting into it right yeah and I think horror is one of the best genres to like experience with a group yes I agree with that yeah Yeah, it's true because your reactions are so loud they're so obvious right like when when you find something uh, like you know like a drama to watch it's kind of like cool i'm absorbing this information i'm getting the story but it's not like you're outwardly showing anything but with horror it's like you're grabbing the person's arm next to you you're like oh my god is it gonna come out i don't know like i'm so scared (laughs) the people that i hang out with do the same thing during dramas and stuff too well fair yeah yeah (laughs) 
Um, I, I know a lot of people on YouTube do, like, drunk horror games. I do enjoy watching people do those. Those are hysterical. That sounds fun. <laughs> um, but, no, I think, like, a great application of that is... Did you guys ever play Aliens... Um, Aliens in... Oh, man. The Aliens game that's good. I forget the name of it. <laughs> Was it Isolation? That's it. Isolation. Yeah. Yes. Anyone? Nope. I haven't played it. So, I'm a wimp, so... Oh. Like, my roommate got it just a few days ago, and he popped it in and played it, and it has PlayStation camera support on the PS4, and you can turn on a thing where it's like, if you in your room are being loud, or like the camera picks you up, the game is going to count that as your character making noise. Oh my god, no. And the monster's going to get you. No, no, no. I I didn't know it did that. Yeah, like, that's really cool. That's cool, but also, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just a neat application for something that's overpriced and not used too often. Um, but that's that's something I think that like could like, especially in VR moving forward, right? Like, horror is going to be oh a great place God. for VR. Yeah, I agree with that. Ooh, it's, boy. Yeah, it's just going to be frightening. Um, yeah, I got a feeling if I ever get a VR helmet, I will play nothing but horror on that thing. Yikes! <laughs> yeah, that's a no for me. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have to play on a toilet <laughs> just to save yourself your pants. Oh, no. <laughs> Man, I could not imagine playing um, horror games VR. I can't either. Yeah. I can't even deal with it. Like, if the graphics are too realistic, geez. if you get too into it and you like start backing up, you might back up. Uh, back up into the wall or hit your head or something that's I mean, the only thing that i would worry about in space aside from that i would love to try it out yeah yeah, yeah. i mean oh crap okay so i'm of the mind right that vr i think is best when you're like in the game you're stationary so like driving games are perfect for vr mm-hmm. in my opinion that's and, a good point and i was just thinking like man how would you how would that be horror and then i remember isn't there a game out like it's a very indie game but it's just like you're driving and there's someone chasing you but you don't know who or what and that's that's like kind of the whole thing oh yeah i've i've seen that footage sounds from familiar that. yeah that Ooh, i think boy. would be vr horror very fun yes man sounds there's really also cool. one um i and i think it would be good because you're stationary where you're working overnight at a gas station and the premise is you're like you know being they're obviously like th- thieves or even murderers who are coming into this overnight gas station and you're there alone and oh that's be a too car real slowly me. driving around the gas station or someone will ask like are you working alone tonight you know oh crap that sounds yeah. like the hash sling slasher on steroids <laughs> as someone who worked the night shift at a grocery store that was uh various degrees of sketchy yeah. that sounds Sorry like that. my reality last summer Yikes. i would love to play that though as yeah so would I. as it sounds man that'd be a wild experience it almost kind of like for a while there i thought you were trying to set up like five nights at freddy's but at a gas yeah, station <laughs> Five Nights at 7-Eleven, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Seven no. Nights Customer at service simulator. <laughs> now, that's a horror oh, game God. in and of itself. That is Ugh. the real horror yeah. game. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that should probably wrap us up for this uh, just spooky reminiscent show. Go, Everyone go out there. Play some spooky games with your friends. It's a lot of fun. Unless you're the kind of person that likes spooky games on your own, 
which good luck. Oh yeah. Um, uh, it didn't really bother me, but yeah. I uh, uh, just wanted to wrap. The, uh, just wanted to put in like Resident Evil Three. Also, was a very good game. Mm. Just um, any Resident Evil. Yeah, I mean, I think Except it kind of lost its edge with six. Honestly, I lost interest with six. But like Resident Evil Three, moving into four. Resident Evil Three, I think, was like the scariest of all. Especially you had like Nemesis running all over, yeah. popping up out of everywhere. You know, so yeah. it was like twice the intensity but yeah that was also one of my favorites yeah that, that that was also a pretty good one i will say though don't watch the resident evil movies if you're looking for something spooky because it's oh not my gosh, these things are horrible <laughs> yeah it, they're like power fantasies in, in resident <laughs> evil it's weird Yeah, they really messed that up they, the first couple of movies were okay i'm not gonna say they were horrible but towards the end it was just like yeah you guys really <laughs> messed it up the, I think I watched the first two. Will they ever two. make a video game movie that's good? Um, a video game movie that hmm. good. I, I liked Warcraft, that. but yeah, that's just me. Wasn't Warcraft lives. bad? I didn't watch it, was, it but I don't it was remember. Decent. Okay. It was decent. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any video game movies that'd be good or that are good. They're making Monster Hunter by like the same people that did the Resident Evil movie. It even has a uh, oh boy. The yeah, actress but, in it. But we're talking about live action, right? We're not talking about like animated movies. Or are we talking oh, no, about it's live no, action. Those, are, live those action. are fine, usually. Yeah, yeah but that's not going to be good. It's not like Monster Hunter was ever praised for its story. True. <laughs> you know true. what? What are you talking about? That's a great about? point. <laughs> what are you talking about? Monster Hunter has the greatest story in video games. I, I mean, I'm just imagining <laughs> a movie where it's just 90 minutes of like, I need better mats, guys. Can we go on another I'm pretty raid? sure it takes place in modern day. So uh, that's even what? worse. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw pictures of it, like some guy in some SWAT looking uniform and guns and stuff. I don't like Yikes. the way any of this is sounding. This yeah. is the true horror of this stream or podcast. That's the worst Talking horror video game it. of all. Yeah. Video game movies. <laughs> That'd be the scariest movie we've seen in years. Yeah, like, I don't I mean, think they ever made a good a good movie based off of games. Like none of them, they were all horrible. Did I mean this is going way back and probably the most horrible of all? Like, did anyone watch uh, the Street Fighter movie? Dude, that sucked. Oh it my was God. Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I thought like you were gonna say the Mario movie, which was just as bad. That's also very bad. It was, that was so horrible. Weird. terrible. God, the that Goombas. Was it is actually quite horrifying. The Mario movie. Yeah, Mortal Kombat wasn't good. That was okay. I Compared like that to Street one. I like Fighter, I think they did okay. They could have done better, obviously, but it was all right. It was cheesy, but it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm hoping The Witcher. What well, I mean, The Witcher is based off a book, so I guess it's kind of cheating. But yeah, and it's the the TV shows based on the uh, book material too. Yeah. Right. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. That picture just now posted. I'm not sure if that's, that, that looks horrible. So yeah. So uh, for listeners at home, Austin just posted a picture on our chat of just like a screenshot from the mo- the Monster Hunter movie, and like it's a yeah. it looks straight out of Call of Duty. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Jeez, it looks like out of Modern Warfare Two, but like live. Yeah. Action. Yeah. Oh boy. No, God, that's, that's not going to be good. That is worrisome. Um. 
I'm trying to think of other video game movies. Would you guys count the Kingsglaive, like Final Fantasy 15? Oh, but Kingsglaive was like Kingsglaive wasn't live action. That's what I, yeah. that's why I said. Are we talking about animated or live action? Because Final Fantasy Advent Children was amazing. If anyone has not watched it, yeah, yeah. Kingsglaive was okay uh, too. Advent Children was Kingsglaive. okay. Um, it had some good moments, but I thought the ending was kind of dumb. Think so. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say what happened, but I don't know if. You know, <laughs> yeah, like I don't know who's watched it. Like yeah, I don't want to like, get on who's watching it, this. <laughs> I don't want to get into that. I watched yeah, it a been, couple times over, but it's been a long time since I've seen it, so I don't really remember the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah if we're not, know, if I'm, we're talking about live action, they haven't made any movies. That's that period. If we're talking about animated, then there's probably one or two that are pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. There's a well, few. I've actually video game movies the scariest thing we've talked about today. <laughs> you know? I'm going to give a shout out to the uh, Castlevania Netflix series. I still need to catch the um, season? new season, but oh, bro. the first season was decent. Season 2 is amazing. I watched oh. it last night. It oh, is yeah. amazing. Such is a it shame better? that they made it so short. Like, what's Is it better up with than that? season 1? Huh? I would say so. Okay, because um, my, my problem with season 1, it was very boring up until Alucard shows up. And but that was at the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay. it was all story pretty much. But yeah, no, there's there's plenty of action in this, and like I watched a few yeah. episodes so far. It's it's really good. Yeah, there's a good amount of action and story mixed together, so it's okay. it's really good. That's good. That's worth knowing. Um, and I guess on as a final thing, I want to say about live action movies. I just want to remind you guys that uh, Jim Carrey is involved in a Sonic the Hedgehog live action movie. Oh God! Why oh. did you remind me about? I know that? about that. Yeah, I wrote an article about that. <laughs> I saw yep. about that, yeah. Yep, that's a real thing that's going oh, to happen. Oh, they're making wow. a Pokemon live action, too. Oh, I what? just remembered that. Detective Pikachu, voice by No, they're Ryan making Reynolds. another one, I think. Oh, no, it's just going to be Detective Pikachu. Yeah. But still, with, like, uh, do we have to? With the Mr. Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu? Oh, st- yeah, God. I wish it was Danny DeVito. <sighs> that would have made that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee Pokemon's going to make money just because of the fans, even if it's going to be boring. Like, a lot of people are going to go watch that because of Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Because I can't Pokemon. decide, as a but, diehard Pokemon fan, if I'm going to go see that or not. I'm not. It's a solid no. <laughs> I saw Pokemon 2000 theaters, and... Uh, yeah, I did, too. That was cool. Yeah, so did I. Got that Great. special card. Oh yeah, yeah. something like that. <laughs> the third one, I got the Entei card. Yeah, nice. I saw the first one in theaters. Who wasn't there one before two thousand? Well, those yeah, yeah. Yeah. the YouTube versus Mew. Oh yeah, wait, yeah. no, that was the one I saw. Yeah, I yeah, because was... two thousand was the one with Celebi, I believe. Nope, two thousand was the one with Lugia. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Those are Celebi animated, was in the right? fourth movie. It's been oh, so mean. long. I mean, we, we can't. <laughs> we can't. Encyclopedic knowledge of Pokemon yeah. movies. I know. Actually, you, you for you the love first your couple, I'm really good at them. I watched them a ton as a kid. Nah, I only watched the series. I never watched any of the movies. I think, or maybe like the last bits part of uh, where they fought Mewtwo. Mew and Mewtwo went out. It's really right. funny because I was about to, before we started recording this, make a joke about how this is going to be the only podcast where I wasn't going to be able to talk about Pokemon. But <laughs> here we are talking about Pokemon. Yeah, yeah let's let's yep. cap our discussion with this spookiest Pokemon. Oh, Mimikyu. Mr. Mime. Uh, um, <laughs> that's that's a lot to take in. Other than that. No, but, uh, have but you really. seen how Mr. Mime moves? Yes, I've seen that. It's, it is kind of creepy. It's not good. I, I was I trying know. to think of, like, Pokedex entries where they're, like, you know, creepy. You got, like, 
is it called yeah mask or it's a oh, supposed God, to be the yeah. ghost of a child oh, carrying a mask of its yeah. face what yeah. about Driftblim, which is a hot air balloon powered by souls according <laughs> to the pokedex that's yeah. pretty screwed up there are some legitimately um disturbing pokedex <laughs> entries okay yeah i just i mean like i said i only saw the series and we're talking about like years back so I'm not familiar with the newer Pokemon, and I couldn't really think of anyone that's spooky or creepy. So, what you about know, Mr. Cubone? If, Cubone if, wears the skull of its Cubone's dead mother. Just sad. It's wearing Cubone. the skull of its dead mother. Who does that? That's <laughs> pretty sad. sad. <laughs> well, Cubone. I mean, I mean Cubone's not creepy, <laughs> but yeah, I know. Did what someone you mean. earlier say Mimikyu too? Because that shit's yeah. like. Mm. Uh, Mimikyu is really creepy because if you look under Mimikyu, you basically die. I yeah. it's cute. And it's just, I mean, I love Mimikyu, but that's it's just deceptively creepy. cute. Yeah, yeah. It's cute, but very scary in its entry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I had one in mind, and I totally, like, just lost that train of thought because I just kept thinking about Mimikyu all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. about, um, I, I, I just, I had to look it up. So this one's probably the weirdest, you know, Cacturn, the cactus Pokemon. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. If a traveler is going through a desert in the thick of night, Cacturn will follow a ragtag group. The Pokemon are biding their time, waiting for the traveler to tire and become incapable of moving. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't know what it does. It's just waiting yeah, for them to stop moving. Yeah, that's great. It's very vague on that. Aspect. And do what exactly? See, when you just said that, it kind of reminded me of the uh, cactus from Final Fantasy series. I'm not sure if anyone played any of those. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. God, that's what came to mind. Cactars? Cactars, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what the Pokemon looks like, but that's what it reminded me because I don't they, know what it looks know, like. You know, I mean, they, they both look like cactuses. <laughs> so, yeah. They, look, they both look like cactuses with, like, a human form. So, yeah. 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 Cacturn has a nice hat. And ca- the cactars have a little hairdo. That's the real maybe. Difference. Maybe he's just like a bandito trying to rob them or something. Yeah, <laughs> one one that freaked me out a little bit, and it's only because I know what the original form looks like. But when they made Alola Executor, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you just like you just made its neck really. You just stretched it out real long, and that's weird. Whatever they're doing to the executors in Alola, who boy, it, it's frightening. And I don't want to know. Its face. Its face is also, like, really, really excited about something. Like, way yeah. more than, like, the original Executor. It's just a happy little Pokemon. Yeah. It's just a, ha- it's just a happy tall tree. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to bring us home. I think that wraps us up here. Uh, so, I want to go around and just, uh, if you want to leave the folks with one last thing to cap off this podcast, feel free. I'm going to start off here with Austin. Yeah, totally not spooky, but play Red Dead Redemption is great. That's all I got. <laughs> Yo, that game can get spooky at night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got, you know, coyotes coming Red out Dead Redemption? Yeah. Really? Yeah, you guys got to play it, but... Coyotes? You know. That's like what I live with normally. And, uh, yeah, giant bear we have, we have coyotes. I get coyotes, too. <laughs> I'm just you know, saying. Giant, giant bear mauled Robert, apparently. Uh, yeah, that was, fuck, that was that pretty sucked. great. <laughs> Yeah. I shot him in the face with a shotgun. And he was he was gone. He's still bitter. Another bear. 
<laughs> I, and look, I'm just going to say, when you're walking, like, and you're in the middle of nowhere, and your horse is too far away to hear you whistle, and then it's like midnight, and then you hear, oh, a, no. bear, and then you hear a bear roar, it's just like, nope, nope, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm done with this. I'm just going to throw some dynamite on the ground, kill myself, and go back to a checkpoint. <laughs> also, you know, I don't mean to draw Guess this I'll out, die. but uh, Red Dead Redemption 1's zombie DLC was also great. You know, that's, that's oh. a good suggestion if you haven't gotten to that yet, too. Yeah. That, that's campy yeah. horror at its best. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, I love campy horror. Uh, Elizabeth, what, if, what do you want to leave the folks with? I mean, I don't really have anything. Have Perfect. a great Halloween, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, what do you want to leave them with? Have a great Halloween. Play your Silent Hill. Play your Resident Evil. Play your Fatal Frame and just have a good time. Oh, Fatal Frame. Oh, yeah. Oh, Fatal Frame. That's what I was trying to... I can't remember the name of it. Man, how could we not have mentioned Fatal Frame? Oh. I wanted to, All I know about Fatal Frame (laughs) is that my teacher... I was in a Japanese horror class, and my teacher showed a clip of the game, and there was some ghost called Rope Hallway Man, and it just became, like, a collective joke for the class the rest of the semester. We always (laughs) talked about Rope Hallway Man. Rope Hallway Man. I don't like that. Yeah, it's creepy. Doesn't sound good. It's not. Sai, uh, <laughs> what do you got? Um, As far as games go, I'm all about the old school. So if you haven't played Resident Evil 3 or 4, I would recommend 4 because slightly better graphics. If we're just leaving them with something to watch or do, definitely watch. I think it's called The Haunting of at the Hill House or The Haunting of oh. Hill House. Yeah, on Netflix. It is I've heard amazing. Some things about yeah, that. Which def- one? What do you mean? Which one? The the nineteen sixty three or the nineteen ninety nine? No, they just came out with Netflix series twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen one. Yeah, Yeah, they just came out with Netflix. It is like very good story and it's scary too. Uh, So yeah, definitely watch that if you haven't. Uh, Trevor, last words. Well, I will say um, also. While you're at it, watch The Haunting from 1963, which is actually the first cinematic cinematic version of um, The Haunting of Hill House, which of course was a book. Uh, that's that's one of my favorites. And um, while you're at it, uh, watch uh, The Uninvited, the original one, and find a haunted cathedral to spend the night in. That would be great. <laughs> Find a haunted cathedral. No, thank you. Got to get that thief <laughs> reference in, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> he did. Just find a haunted cathedral. That's implying yeah. there's one near me. J- just Google it and that's it. That's all yeah. you have to do. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. typically one in each major metropolitan area. <laughs> I'm in the south. I mean, we, we don't lack of cathedrals. Oh, we've got we've got plenty of cathedrals here. Just sit in a graveyard or something. I don't know. <laughs> or, yeah, uh, churches. I live right oh. next to a graveyard. I can oh, do that. Boy. That's spooky. Yikes. That is yep. really spooky. That is. Spooky. I live down the street from a graveyard. Uh, I just want to leave you guys with if we're I, I guess we're making some TV show and movie recommendations now. Uh, I'm gonna recommend the new It from last year. That movie oh, was yeah. really was good, it, right? Oh yeah, that was a really good one. Um. I mean, I'm not a big fan of horror movies, but I think that one gets it so right in so many ways. Um, so yeah, I can't recommend that enough. Uh, and then for funny horror movies, the babysitter on Netflix is like so bad that it's good. 
Like, he's, he's just a, like, it's just some kid and his babysitter is also a satanic worshiper. And when she babysits him at night, she invites her friends over. And instead of drinking as teenagers, they like do a Satan worship. It's a really oh my great, God. it's amazing. Um, so yeah, that's all I'd recommend. And, uh, I guess uh, I'm going to do a Twitter shout out. So I don't know if you guys want to do that as well around the table. Um, you can find me at Panoptimist, P-I-N-O-P-T-I-M-I-S-T. And you can find me at another podcast I do called Tadaima, which I'm going to be kicking off in about a month. And it's going to be about a Japanese reality TV show called Terrace House. So if you're a fan of that and or are interested, check it out. It's great stuff. Um, anyone else want to shout anything out or are we good? We're good. Um, yeah, we're good. We're good. Cool. All right. Um, let's wrap things up uh, for the Game Luster podcast and for Austin, Elizabeth, Mike, Cy, and Trevor. This was a really big podcast. And me, Robert. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Have a good night.